Welcome to the Making Meaningful Income podcast, where a job is not just a job, where we refuse to settle for mediocrity, and where you're just one thought away from creating an extraordinary life. Only you can decide what's possible, but you've got to be willing to do what it takes. Find out what your life could be with your host, Andrew Cipriano. What's up, guys, and welcome back to the Making Meaningful Income podcast. Um, welcome to episode six. I just want to say, if you have not listened to episode five yet, the episode I did on numbing last week, please listen to that episode. That is my favorite topic in coaching, and I feel like getting an understanding of that, you know, emotional numbing is a really important first step to creating a life that you're really happy to be a part of. So thank you for listening. If you already have, if you haven't, just go back and listen to that one first, and let's get on with today's episode. So a very common and a very normal problem to have when trying to figure out your life is not knowing exactly what you want to do. So we currently live in a world where you can literally, I say this all the time for an example, you can literally sell pictures of your feet online or make videos of your feet and make like hundreds of thousands of dollars every year if you find the right audience on places like OnlyFans. Like you can literally do anything with your life to make a living and to make some kind of an impact. So people get really overwhelmed and this keeps them in stagnation for a really long time. Like every job that I've ever worked, I've worked with people who just didn't know what they wanted to do. So they just froze in the position they were at. And then I knew people who would be there for like 20 years in really an entry level job, miserable, but not knowing what to do. So they just stayed in stagnation. And it's really important to realize that when you're not in a position where you're challenging yourself and growing, It might be good to set some goals and get really specific on what you want. And then I just like to throw this out too. I don't believe that there's one right answer. I really don't believe that at all. Um, We kind of talked about in a previous podcast where you don't get struck down with lightning, like a lightning rod of meaning, and you just know what your purpose in life is. I don't believe that there's one thing, but I do sincerely believe that you can get really specific and pick something intentionally because you like doing it or you're interested in it or you think it's going to go somewhere and be really deliberate about picking some options and then trying them out. Um, And that's probably the best way to go about it, especially if you say you have no idea, just start narrowing down your options and figure out at least some ideas that seem plausible. All right. So you guys might know I have a four year degree in psychology and I really like some of the experiments are really fun and they're really good like metaphors and learning tools to go off of on how your mind's working. So if anybody's ever heard of the jam experiment psychology, we're going to talk about that really quickly. All right. So there's this experiment in psychology, um, again, called the jam experiment where On a normal day at a normal grocery store, um, some experimenters set up a table with 24 different flavors of jam, pretty much just like a display table. Hey, look at all the flavors, taste one, and then pick one out to buy. Super easy experiment, right? And then on a different day at the same grocery store, they had pretty much all the same conditions, just a different day. They set up a same table, but only with six different flavors of jams. So what they found was that the table with more jams, the 24 jams, was about 10 times less likely, although it brought in more attention, 10 times less likely for people to actually be able to make a decision on what jam they wanted to buy. Whereas the six jams, people were way more likely, 10 times more likely to figure out what jam they want to buy and then actually buy. So although there was way more options you think would be a more desirable um, thing for a grocery store to do and they'd make more money, they actually made about 10 times less money than they would have if they just would have offered six more simple options. So this is a really important lesson and metaphor, again, to take away from when you're trying to figure out what you want to do for the rest of your life, or at least what you want to do for your next step to make money and be mindful, right? Like I'm talking about making meaningful income on this podcast, setting your life and your income up in a very meaningful way is not a get rich quick scheme and it takes time. So it's really important to consider options 
that are going to be long-term feasible and something you actually desire. A lot of the times we pick options and we get overwhelmed. We like throw options into our mind that aren't real options. So when I was like 18 to 20 years old, I always played around with the idea of being a pilot. And looking back at that, for me, it was never a realistic option. Like I would never want to do any of the day-to-day of a pilot. Like I just don't have an interest in that whatsoever. I just thought like childishly that it would be fun to fly an airplane, but I like, even though I said that kind of jokingly when I said it, like I actually considered doing that. And when I got serious about planning out my life, I would like genuinely throw that into the bunch. Like how many of you guys are doing that, right? With options that aren't realistic, but we're just putting them there almost like so that we don't have to choose or just to overly confuse us and overwhelm us. So the results from the jam experiment eventually were called the paradox of choice which that pretty much means that as our options increase, our ability and willingness to choose actually decreases. It's like the complete opposite of what you would think, right? More options, easier to choose. It's way more specific, but it's not that way at all with our brains. So although I totally believe that you can have any life that you create, if you really set your mind to it, genuinely want it, you line up your thoughts and your feelings and you go for it and take deliberate action, I do believe you can have any life you want. But where we get it wrong is that we think there's more desirable options than we actually have. Again, when it came to being a pilot, looking back, although it was a real option, I could have done it, it actually wasn't a desirable option, and I'm happy that I didn't follow through with that. It just wasted time and energy of me thinking when it wasn't an actually desirable option. Now, a really common place where I see this take place in people's lives would be trying to pick a major in college. It's a place where it's like very clear-cut paths and people overestimate the amount of desirable options they have. Like a lot of people are choosing between medical degrees or engineering degrees or writing or entrepreneurship. I mean, they're totally different fields and they're like caught up between 20 of them. I did this too when I was in, when I was in high school, we had to do this thing called the senior project and they made you pick a career path for your future. And I ended up writing physician's assistant on there. And again, it wasn't a desirable option. Like I didn't, looking back today, I've looked at like what physician's assistants actually do. None of that stuff on there was interesting to me. I didn't even want to go into the medical field, but to be honest, it's the reason I got it is because I went, oh, it's not a doctor. So I don't have to school, go for school for as long as a doctor, but I still make a lot of money. And how many of us do that with our futures? We're not even excited for the future that we want. We're just We know it's going to be secure and we know the exact how to get there so it doesn't feel like impossible. Everybody wants to know how to get there. And if they don't have that, then they just assume it's not possible. But if you think about it, it makes sense that we don't know how to do it or we would have already done it. Just because I don't know how to make a million dollars doesn't mean I'm not going to or it's not possible. It just means right now I don't know how. But if you keep failing and failing and failing and then failing, eventually you're going to succeed. And then you're going to look back one day and go, oh, That was how. (laughs) All right, so in just a couple minutes here, we're going to do an exercise that's going to help you narrow down some options that are actually desirable for you. But just before we get into that, I really want to give you some more information on the how. If you think that something is not possible because you don't know how to do it, you're completely missing the point of everything I'm teaching you in coaching. Of course, you don't know how to do something that you haven't done before. That's of course Of course you don't. So for example, I had to build a website. Oh my God, this has been like an ongoing process since 2020. So like two and a half years of website building. Um, And I didn't know how to do it at first and I still don't. So 
I have been asking people for help. I've been playing with things. I've been um, on WordPress. If anybody's ever used WordPress, to me, it's not user-friendly at all. So I had my friend Sarah come over today and help me with a plugin called Elementor. And it's like more of a drag and drop, easy, you know, website for dummies kind of a system for me to build it. But it's really important that if you don't know how, it's okay to feel nervous and a little bit discouraged and scared, but don't let that be a reason for not trying. And I'm saying this because we're about to do this exercise where you're going to narrow down your options. And what a lot of people do in their lives is they have a really big, scary goal that they want, like to be an actor or singer um, or songwriter. And they don't do it because they don't know how to do it. Like they don't know how to get to whatever, um, fame and money and fortune and all that crap. But it's really important because a lot of people write off their dreams because they don't know how. Of course you don't know how. That's the whole point is not knowing how and then doing it anyways. And then looking back one day and going, oh, that was how. Okay, that was that was fun. That was the journey. And also do not set goals for yourself or create an image for your future because it's going to make you feel better when you achieve that. The whole entire point of all the emotional stuff that we're doing, all the mental health stuff, is that you need to learn how to create those emotions now and also realize that when you get there, wherever there is, it's not going to be better. Life is always going to have positive and negative emotion. So you take where you are now, appreciate it, and then also appreciate when you're down the line and have achieved your goals. But don't expect that your goals achieved are going to be somewhere better. Because if you do that, you're always going to be disappointed. Um, so we see this in like famous rich people, right? Like people who are literally rich and famous and apparently and beautiful and they have everything and they're drug addicts. Why? Because they think that they shouldn't have negative emotion in their life because they have quote unquote at all. Their life should be perfect because they're rich and famous and beautiful. But that's not true at all. Um, what they didn't learn along the way was that you need to find your happiness now and your goal is not going to bring happiness. The goal is going to bring you a different form of your life, but it's going to be just as much negative and positive as it is now. So keep that in mind when you're doing this exercise. All right, so I'm going to do some ground rules on limiting down some options for you. And then at the very end of this podcast, I'm just going to ask you to pick five options that actually seem desirable for you. Again, everything's realistic. You can do anything you want, but desirable. All right, so the first ground rule, obviously I kind of said it already, but it's got to be desirable. Don't put anything on this list that you don't actually see yourself doing for real. For real, guys. I'm serious. I'm not asking for a 20-year plan or anything that like that, just an option that you'd actually want to have if you got it. So for example, don't put pilot if you don't want to fly a plane, but you could put entrepreneur if you want to own your own business and you're not sure what kind of business you want. See what I mean? At least that's a desirable option and it's like something you might actually want. All right. This next one's fun. Do not say, I don't know. I don't know is not a fair answer to any of your five options. So a lot of people say this all the time. I just don't know what I want. I have no idea. Well, there's just so many options, but you can't put, I don't know, because to me, I don't know, literally just sounds like I don't care enough to think about it. I'd rather just, it makes me uncomfortable to think about it. So instead of knowing an answer or coming up with something that I might like, I'm just going to say, I don't know. And then I am just washed away and abdicated the responsibility from actually figuring it out. Like, I don't know. It's just a lazy way to say, I really don't care enough to figure it out. I don't feel like getting uncomfortable. And again, if you're just going to say, I don't know to your whole future and you're, that's how you look at life, this podcast is not for you because you're going to create an amazing future for yourself, but you can't do it on a bed of, I don't knows. So a really good way to work around the, I don't know, and it might sound stupid and silly to you, but literally like if I asked you, what if you did know, 
sounds silly, but it's amazing. It's an amazing way to counter your brain from saying, I don't know. Like, what do you want for dinner tonight? Try this with like your girlfriend or your boyfriend. What do you want for dinner tonight, babe? I don't know. There's just so many options. Well, what if you did know and see what they say? It like brings out your inner wisdom. It's a stupid way to do it, but it really does work. All right. So we're going to go over the rules again. It must be desirable. I don't know is not an option. And the third one, do not choose anything that you think will make someone else happy. Um, so I did a coaching call a couple days ago with someone. Obviously, I'm going to never say their names or information, and it's not going to be traced back or anything, but they were trying to, f- their whole coaching call was about their parents making them get into a job they didn't want to do. And that's like a really fast way to be very unhappy with your life and then be resentful as, as well to the people who you think have forced you into something. As long as you're not living in like a tyranny and we're in the United States and you have some freedoms um, and you're fortunate enough to live in a country like that, then you shouldn't do anything else to make anyone else happy. You just can't do that. Like as an, as an emotional adult, someone who takes full responsibility for their own thoughts and emotions, you have to ask other people to do that as well. And if someone's not happy because you're not going to be a doctor or whatever they want you to be or engineer, whatever it is then it's not your responsibility to make them happy. Remember, the only way that we can be happy is from our own thoughts. Our thoughts create happiness, not other people's thoughts or expectations. And even if you do become a doctor, like that might not make them happy. So why would you do it? Imagine you spend eight years of your life or 10 years of your life going to school to make someone else happy and then it doesn't produce the effect you wanted from them. Because like, what are you looking for? Approval when you're going for other people's dreams? Because really, if you think about it, approval is just totally made up. It's something we make up with our own minds. Like, what are you waiting for someone to say? You have my approval. And then you're just like the clouds part and you walk down the yellow brick road. Um, Just saying. I just, it really bugs me when people go, but I have no choice. My family wants me to do this. No, you do have a choice. And actually, even if you do that and still become a doctor or a lawyer, whatever they want you to do, as long as you admit that it was your choice and you wanted to do it for yourself so you could feel good, then that's okay. But don't tell me that you didn't have a choice and that they made you because nobody can make you go to school and learn things or make you do a job um, that you're not happy at. It's very disempowering. So that's my third rule. All right. Um, So fourth rule, if you need help or if you need to learn anything more before you fill out those five rules, we literally live in the 21st century. So like get on your phone and Google it out. Google AR. There's a verb in Spanish. I speak a little bit Spanish. There's a verb in Spanish, Google AR. And that literally means to Google. And I'm so happy that verb exists. So don't just write down five things you haven't researched. Like this is your future. I'll say it again. Your future here, not mine, not Ron's, not Hermione's, yours. So please act serious about it. Like write down five options um, when doing this at home. Just write down five options that are like actually desirable options that you could genuinely see yourself doing. That's a really, really good place to start. So I really hope you guys enjoyed this podcast episode. Please do not say you don't know when somebody asks you what you want for your future. It is time to get specific and just do it in whatever capacity you can. Write down five things that seem actually desirable to you. Do your research if you have to. You're not allowed to say, I don't know, because this is your future and you care enough to know. Um, You're not allowed to choose anything based on anyone else's desires or emotions. And it has to be something you actually want. All right. So pick five things today and then look over your list and see what emotions come up. Is there any excitement in your body? Close your eyes, do the exercise, right? Every time you read all five of those things you write down and then do the 
emotional exercise we learned in the first and second podcast where you close your eyes, take a deep breath and feel where the emotion is in your body when you're visualizing you doing this in your mind. Great place to start. Thank you so much for listening. Have a fantastic week. Start getting specific.